You're listening to episode 12 of the Teacher Innovator Podcast. And in this episode, we're discussing, are you a problem solver or creative solution seeker? Hi, I'm Jamie Hand, Innovation Learning Coach. And I'm a part of a group of innovative educators who are looking to transform the way our students learn and in the process, rediscover our joy of teaching. This is the start of a new conversation about meaningful innovation that authentically transforms the way we teach. Innovation is not something we do, but rather is a way of being. We are teacher innovators, and there has never been a more exciting time to be an educator. I'm glad you're here. Are you a problem solver or are you a creative solution seeker? Now, let me ask you, when you are trying to solve problems, are you focused on the root cause of the problem or are you focused on finding a solution? Now, this may seem just like a slight difference between being the problem solver and being the solution seeker, but What we focus on is what expands. So what I mean by that is, if we focus on the problems, we're going to find more problems. Whereas if we focus on creating a solution, we will start to see more possibilities. So to prove this point, I have a little exercise for you to do. And if you are out walking or you are listening in the car, you can go ahead and do this exercise right away. But what I want you to do is while you're on the road, whether you're walking or riding in the car, start to look for green cars and count how many green cars do you see in a couple days while you're out and about. As you're looking for green cars and being aware of green cars, you're probably going to see more than what you would think. Because typically a green car isn't that common. It's not like a blue or a white or black car. So just try that exercise. Just make a point of when you're next time you're in the car, go ahead and on the road, look to see how many green cars do you see. And this will prove my point that often what we are looking for and aware of is tends to expand. And so when we're focused on finding creative solutions, rather than focusing on just problems, then we start to be aware and have more insights into many more possibilities of what may work. So what I'm asking you as the teacher innovator, how can we take this concept and encourage our learners to be creative solution seekers? Now, our innovation learning experience walks you through our three-pillar approach to creating solution seekers and empowering our learners to seek out creative solutions. So let me walk you through our first pillar, and that is sparking curiosity and wonder. 
The first step in being a solution seeker is that we must be curious. We need to encourage our students to wonder, to ask questions so that they can build knowledge. And it is through asking questions and through curiosity and wonder that students begin to understand how the world works around them. Now think about a four-year-old. Their favorite question is why? This is why I love working in early childhood because our youngest learners, they're naturally so curious. They want to know how things work and why that happens. Now, a lot of times as a parent, it can drive you a little crazy, and I get that because I have been there, but this is how young children begin to learn. Now, think about an older learner, like older elementary, fifth grade, or even middle school. Our students stop asking questions. They stop asking why. Have you ever stopped to wonder why do they stop asking why? And I know I've talked about my personal experience in the elementary art classroom where I got the privilege of working with younger students like kindergarten age as well as fifth graders. And so I could definitely see a difference that my younger students would come in the classroom so excited to learn and they asked a lot of questions, whereas my fifth graders were definitely less engaged. So why do you think that is? When we are born naturally curious, it's a natural part of being a human being is being curious, then why does it get educated out of us during school? Okay, just something to think about as we go through here. So our innovation learning experience, as I said, is a three-pillar approach. So the first approach is sparking curiosity and wonder. We have to make our students curious. The next part is think of yourself, you as the teacher innovator, as a coach. So many times we see ourselves in this role of being a teacher where we envision ourselves kind of like the teachers that we had when we were in school, where typically was the teacher in the front of the classroom, you had to sit in your desk, and it wasn't always necessarily the most exciting. Rather than thinking of yourself as just the teacher in the front of the classroom, like some of those teachers that maybe didn't inspire you as much throughout your school career, think of yourself as a coach. How can you coach your students? How can you guide them for deeper learning? Now, that doesn't mean feeding them all the answers. As a coach, like an athletic coach, you may kind of design the plays, but you are going to base it on your learner's strengths and talents. I think this is a key part that many of us are missing is that so many times we design our lessons and we design the curriculum and we do ask open-ended questions and we do prompt for thinking, but we're focused on the wrong part. We're focused on the curriculum or the standards when really we should be focused on what are our students' strengths and talents. And then how can we bring in the curriculum and standards to help lift those strengths and talents? I know many of the conversations we have with students, we're focused on 
the negative, the data, the you got this many wrong on your last quiz. So what if we flipped it? And instead of being focused on what was going wrong or what you still needed to learn, we played to a learner's strengths and talents and started to build them up that way. If we go back to comparing ourselves to an athletic coach, they know their players' strengths and talents, and they use that to win the game. So why can't we take that approach and use it in our classroom? where we take our learner's strengths and talents and use that to learn the curriculum. And the last part of our innovation learning experience is co-creating the learning experience with your students. So this goes along with number two in you being the coach, is that we need to incorporate not only our students' strengths and talents, but their interests. We need to empower our students to be intrinsically motivated to learn. And we've talked about this in previous episodes, that we want to instill this desire to learn. We've talked about the word empower and how it means the ability to, like we're giving power to the students to learn. It's not just because it's on the syllabus or it's just a checklist of standards but that students are curious and want to know and are motivated to learn. If we can instill in our students this motivation to learn, then they're going to go on to be lifelong learners. Because learning doesn't stop when you're done with high school or you're done with college. Learning is a lifelong process. That's how we evolve. That's how we not only evolve as a person, but as a species on our planet. So we want to instill this lifelong learning in our students, that they are intrinsically motivated to learn. It comes from within them. It's not because they get a free pass to the treasure chest or they get a homework pass, but it's because they are motivated to learn. So being the innovative teacher that's like an educational coach for your students, you co-create this experience with your students. So yes, that may mean your different classes may look different. Nowhere does it say your syllabus has to look exactly the same for every single class you have. It may look different. And this is where being the teacher innovator, we realize that learning in school needs to look different. We don't know what the future is going to look like for our students. But we do know that in order to advance our global society, we are going to need these creative solution seekers who use their creative thinking and out-of-the-box ideas to create innovative solutions. And this is your job as the teacher innovator to begin to encourage your students, to empower your students, to allow, to give them the choice to be these creative solution seekers. Because here's the great thing. We don't have to wait for our children to be creative solution seekers. They can be creative solution seekers 
right now. No one says you have to be a certain age before you can start creating innovative solutions. So imagine if we instill this type of encouragement based on our students' talents, strengths, and interests, and we raise them up to be creative solution seekers today. They don't have to wait. We are here today to help them, to coach them, to spark their curiosity and wonder. We are here to co-create the learning experience with our students. Okay, so our tip takeaway this week is ask yourself and spend a couple minutes reflecting on, are you encouraging students to be a problem solver and focusing on just finding problems? Or are you encouraging your students to be creative solution seekers? All right, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you found this episode of value, please leave a five-star review as that helps us reach more teacher innovators like you. I will see you next week. And until then, happy innovating.